Hello and welcome to Haunted Hometowns, your weekly true crime paranormal podcast. My name is Blake Lambert-Hack, and this season I will be covering deaths and hauntings in the city of Savannah, Georgia, with a different special guest every week. Tonight I am joined by a wonderful vocalist, Crystal. Hey! Ow! Hi! (laughs) (laughs) How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you. Couple questions. Okay. How would you describe a ghost? Uh, I don't even know how to... What do you say to a ghost? I don't know. How would I describe a ghost? Barely existent, but real. Okay. So you believe in ghosts? I believe in the paranormal. Okay. I don't necessarily believe in ghosts. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. That's why I say it's a true crime paranormal podcast and not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Kind of leave it a little open. Yeah. It's like, I do believe in fairies. I do. I do. But it's, it's, I, I don't necessarily believe in ghosts. Okay. I do believe in spirits. Okay. But ghosts, I don't know. Well, I think like the word ghost or, um, as a society, we've taken it to a specific. Yeah. Like Casper Mill. Right. Mm -mm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, it's a no for me okay. as far as Casper goes, but... Poor Casper. I mean, you know, he was cool with Wendy. He's so friendly. I mean, yeah, with Wendy and, you know, but as far as the spirits in them go, I, I believe in them. <laughs> Definitely do, because... Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, have you visited Savannah, Georgia? I have not. Any, do you know any stories from Savannah at all? Not, okay. you know, other than, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> what the friends be telling you, you yes. know, okay. Absolutely. Well, I love Savannah and you should definitely visit sometime. Okay. I think you'd like it. Okay. Like, is it a good time? Like a funky good time or like a, like a good time? It can be the second one. Okay. Okay. Uh, but it's it's just a, it's such an old city. Okay. And you get a lot of tourists. So go if you go to the off season, I think it'll be a lot better. Okay, cool. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that sounds nice. We're gonna be talking about the Marshall House. Okay. Okay. Today the Marshall House is an amazing, beautiful hotel in the downtown area. When it was built in 1851, it was originally... A slave, um, it sounded like a plantation home. It was a hotel. Oh, okay. It yeah. sounded... I mean, I'm not going to say it didn't have any... Uh, it didn't have its toe dipped in slavery. Oh, okay. Because most like of it, it, most of that area does. Right. Okay. But especially, well, 1851, yeah, it's right before Civil War. So yeah, it definitely, you know... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sound a little suspect. 
It was built by Mary Marshall, who was just a wealthy white woman. So she just had money from real estate, so she decided to build a hotel. Babe, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just bored, so I'm just going to build a hotel. Yep. Go ahead, Mary. Yeah. Live your best life. Well, during renovations okay. in 1998, so this is, you know. I'm three. Okay. Right. Yep, exactly. <laughs> during renovations, the floorboards were rotted and needed to be replaced. But when they were pulled up by the workers, they found human remains. That's why they was rotted, because they had guts and uh-huh. Can you cuss on this podcast? Yes, you can. Okay, I should have asked you that at the beginning <laughs> because I be cussing sometimes. And oh, I do all the time. So all right, right, let me. But yeah, they I don't found cuss the... too bad. <laughs> they found remains under floorboards. They called the police, and the hotel became a crime scene. Forensic scientists catalog cataloged all of the remains, and after their digging, they found around three dozen arms, legs, hands, and feet. Okay, so you say arms, legs, hands, feet. Mm-hmm. Three, three dozen. Three so that's dozen. 12, 24, 48. Baby, what the hell was it? Yeah. What a head. We'll get into that. the rest of the body parts, um, Blake. <laughs> we'll get back into that, okay? I'm going to go back to when it was built. We're going to talk a little bit about history. Was they related we'll to Jeffrey Dahmer? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Maybe Jeffrey Dahmer was born in Savannah and moved his way up here. This is good. We're starting strong. We're starting with limbs buried Mm-mm. underneath floorboards of a hotel. And I know that it's some more, but this nasty and I don't like it. <laughs> it does get worse. Okay. Okay. I'm listening. I'm ready. If you walk into the hotel and look behind the reception desk, you will see an oil painting of Mary. Okay, wait. Let's rewind. <laughs> If the if the floorboards had rotted in ninety eight and this is built in eighteen whatever 51, and this has yeah. been a hotel this whole time, ain't nobody smelt this. So at some point it had to be a carpet or something that someone down on that. They I'm sorry, we I'm I'm skipping ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. you're right though. But Go yeah, ahead. we'll get back to that. Mm-mm. So there's an oil painting behind the reception desk of Mary that was given to the hotel from. A collector, Jim Williams, who I talked about last episode. But if um, if you don't know who that is, go listen to last episode. Anyway, Mary Marshall was a prominent figure in Savannah, like I was saying. She was born at the end of the Revolutionary War and survived to be 93 years old, which oh, okay. is real old for that time. Okay. Uh, her grandparents settled in Savannah at the beginning of the colony. So they're from England. And during the Revolutionary War, Mary had relatives fighting on both sides. So, the English side and the newly American side, quote-unquote. Her father was a cabinet maker, and he eventually turned to real estate. I don't know where you go from cabinet making to real estate unless you were dealing in some kind of... Cabinet making. Like, shady back deals. Cabinet making real estate. Well, maybe he got tired of only making stuff for people's houses and he wanted to have something for himself. He just built a house. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Well, maybe. You know what? When you can build the interior of houses and sell it, you make more money. You're right. Because people would have higher demand for your 
So go ahead and make your coin, Mr. Marshall. Make your coin. Exactly. And that I mean, that's how Mary got her money because yep. it was handed Real down estate. to her. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So if he was making the interior, make your coins. Yeah. <laughs> Period. So yeah, she got all this money after he died and she just continued build the empire that yep. he started and develop land and bought a bunch of land and then she built this hotel on some land that he had and during her life her wealth grew tenfold so she was big wealthy generational wealth go ahead so let's build it old money go yes. ahead mm-hmm. she was not stupid go she ahead. took that money right. <laughs> she said we doing it big okay go big or go home the Marshall House was opened on Burton Street in the heart of Savannah's shopping district. A few years later, they added a veranda to the front of the building that was 120 feet long. Go off. Lovely. We love a veranda. Okay, big bougie. <laughs> During the yellow fever epidemic, the building was used as a hospital. Which, okay. That's how she lived to be 93. She was out here doing big stuff, being nice, okay? Hospitable. Yeah. Making hospitals. Everyone loved her. Okay, out here being good. Okay. Go ahead, Mary Marshall. We love Mary. AKA Mary Magdalene. Go ahead. Well, wasn't she wrong Mary? Sorry. <laughs> There's too many Marys. Yeah, my bad. Are. I think I just should have shut up. <laughs> Let you read. General William Sherman, during the uh, Civil War... After he took Savannah, they turned the Marshall House into a hospital again for the injured Union soldiers. And they stayed there till the end of the war. In 1880, the adjoining building called the Florida House was purchased and became part of the Marshall House, expanding the size of the hotel. The hotel closed in 1895 and didn't reopen till 1899. The building passed through different hands. At one point, it was called the Gilbert Hotel and some other random hotel but then was returned to its original name. The author of the Uncle Remus stories, Joel Chandler Uncle Harris. Uncle Remus, like Uncle Remus chicken? But the books. Oh. Awkward. I think the chicken was probably named after that's that. They, that's yeah. probably their cousin. <laughs> exactly. On their mama's side. Yep. yep. Uncle Remus out west. No, I don't go out west Illinois, but Uncle Remus had some decent chicken this one time that I had ate it. So. Yeah. If you, if you ever come to Chicago and you're on the west side, go get you some Uncle Remus. That's a plug. That is. But stay at Harold's on period. And that's on me. <laughs> but not because all Harold's. Not you all have of to get them. The South you have to go, you have to go out south. Don't yeah. be out here trying to get Harold's on Balboa because that ain't it. That ain't where it's at. It's just But if you good. go to the Harold's that's off Halstead and Madison, that one actually banging. And I ain't ever lied to you. So. Yeah, we have a native giving you. Just facts. Just trying to help you out. Right. I'm sorry. You no, call thank me you. I'm also a little hungry, so I, <laughs> you know, they had started. I'm sorry. No, it's you. I'm talking about Uncle Remus. I'm fat. You were you know, spitting facts. I'm a big girl, so you know, if I'm fine, stuff be talking about food and <laughs> get a little hungry. Well, the author of Uncle Remus stories, Joel Han Chandler Harris, once lived in the hotel. Right. That's all. In 1957, the hotel closed once again due to struggling with economics and a bunch of other issues and the ground floor was used by shop owners but the top three floors were abandoned and then between 1998 and 1999 the hotel received major renovations before it opened once again to the public and now you can still stay there today. right that's the real quick history of this hotel mm -hmm. not 
a ton crazy non has happened, but it switched hands a couple times. Yeah, and that go back to my question: all them times y'all was switching hands and shit, somebody smelled some damn rotten bodies down there. And this is and where I, they we didn't go been hospitals and all that shit that been down there, all the stuff that happened. Mm-hmm. Somebody knew that there was some arms and legs down there, and y'all ain't just gonna be burying the damn arms and legs. Y'all not gonna just be burying the arms and legs because if it was a hospital and stuff, y'all would have had a whole caskets and yeah. stuff, or at least some little pine boxes. Because at least the pine boxes would have at least you know disintegrated and stuff, and you would have had y'all. Mm-mm, you can't tell me that. See, at least like bury it, and yeah. Not just y'all under some floorboards. You're not gonna just have it under some floorboards. Yeah. Somebody full of shit. If they ain't smell it. They took the, it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that. So when. The forensic scientist did the testing of those limbs, right? All of the limbs dated back to the late 1800s. Yep. See, I knew it. What was the race that them people? Well, when the police did their research, they found out that the downstairs was used for surgery during the Civil War. So, when the Union soldiers took over Savannah and were staying in the building for the hospitals, they used that area to amputate the soldiers' limbs when they were fighting or diseased or whatever. That's fucked up. Yep. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> now, you know what? Thank y'all all for y'all services. Their fault. I am not trying to laugh at no amputations or nothing, but that was fucked up. But they still should not have... They going to hell for that because they all they had to do was set a fire. Yes. That's all it takes because that's what they do now. When they amputate yep. people's body parts... They put it in the, what it's called, I said the disintegrator. That's not what it's called, is it? Incinerator. Baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> close. Inc- I was close. The incinerator. You don't just bury, they going to hell. Well, it gets worse. So, oh my God. anesthesia was in short supply, obviously, during a war. So the soldiers were often given alcohol, were held down by male nurses, and their diseased limbs sawed off. By the surgeon. After the doctor would pack the wound with sawdust or lint. And this was also the time when soldiers were given a bullet to bite on while their limbs were being sawed off. Hence the phrase. Bite the bullet. Yep. That one. And because of this practice, doctors were given the nickname sawbones. And the average surgery took several minutes. Because they was full of shit. You know what? You know what? I don't understand because black people was out here doing stuff like this, and it really so, all they had to do was cauterize these damn wounds. Yes. So you putting sawdust and cotton and shit. All you gotta go do is get you a little piece of steel, set that bitch on fire, and go, and they all right. What did you do? What did you do? and cut through it i'm just trying to understand if i know that and this is not from google this is from (laughs) you know i had a little incident with a little piece of skin right what is you doing y'all went to medical school what the fuck was y'all out here several minutes of (laughs) so they could be and that's why all they asses was drunk and shit out here and all they had was yeah alcohol to like numb it Wasting, I'm not even numb Wasting but. liquor. You just wasting liquor. Cause, and then you, nine times out of ten, then even pour a little bit on it to sterilize it. It's just dumb. Wild. I could not imagine that would, like, I think at that point I'd be like, just let me. And then you buried it. 
did all that, took the arm, and then we just gonna put this down here underneath the floor. Under where we're actually doing the sign. Just sit it on the. No, that's not what they did. They just set it on the ground and somebody <laughs> put floor over it. Somebody said, let's just go get some wood and make some paneling and put it as a floor and sand it. Pretty much. Sick. So they usually buried, quote unquote, buried limbs every day. Mm-mm. And Mm-mm. they would have smelled horrible. Of course, it's decomposing rotting composition yeah uh apparently though at that year that they were staying there the winter in savannah was like the worst winter savannah's ever had so they froze so it was frozen so the smell wasn't horrible and then apparently after the soldiers left the hotel or the hospital at the time it was abandoned for several years after so by the time somebody else came back the smell was probably gone right that's still nasty. It's yes, and they full of shit. <laughs> Somebody still smelled that. They had to have, right? And if they didn't, they the animal, like that's the other part. Yeah, how are they still animal there? infestation? Mm-hmm. Would have. How are the raccoons not pulling up that floorboards with their th- thumbs and like this Savannah, Georgia? So it's not even just raccoons. No, yeah. at this point. Oh. Yeah. Now there's no actual proof of anything like criminal ever happening in the hotel. At least I couldn't find any. But it's been around for over 150 years. I'm sure some shit has happened in that now, hotel. Now, while Mary was there, Mary wasn't having it. I don't no, yeah. I say Mary wasn't having it. That's why she lived to be 93. Mary was on that good shit. Mm-hmm. But them soldiers and them... Mm, exactly. That was criminal. Even yes. if it wasn't, like... That was negligence. Because... <laughs> yeah, negligence. That's the negligent. best way of putting it. Yes. Set the stuff on fire. All you, all they had to do was set the stuff on fire, like just get a damn fire pit, get a barrel and put it on. Y'all could go and have a bonfire of arms. Like, come on, bro. And three dozen. Like, yeah, three that's sick. Dozen. That's just sick. Like y'all just out here messed up. Ugh. Well, before we jump into the ghost side of it all. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> Make sure you book a visit to Marshall House. I'm sure it's Definitely a lovely not. hotel. <laughs> uh, I would um, trust it. They probably smell like feet. Or arms. Or arms. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't bury limbs under your house. Yeah, oh, come on. Set it on fire. I mean, well, we are not promoting doing these activities. No. It'll look just, regardless of anything we've talked about, it'll just look suspicious. Don't bury limbs under a house. <laughs> and uh, maybe we should bring back lavish oil paintings of people. I think that would look nice. Let's do it. There, there, there are some people out here that are still doing lavish oil paintings. I don't know how uh, great they are at doing portraits. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how lavish their oil portraits are. But their loud, lavish oil paintings are nice. You're you right. know. You're right. But yeah. the portraits, you know, people, talent look different these days. You know, the abstract is, you know, it real re- beautiful. Real, yeah. You know, you know. Go mm-hmm. ahead and do the. We got the Art Institute here. Okay. We, you can go look at it yourself. Do some acrylic pouring. Okay. Yes. Because that might be what you get. I do really want an oil portrait. But you're right. It's not the same. It's just rare. Yeah. Yeah, it's just rare. 
people haven't like ho- like honed in, honed in. I had it right the first yeah. time. Honed in on those like specific skills, like they don't teach them. No. Like that anymore. Yes, my voice has changed. Sometimes, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and if you're it's listening, called code switch. Amen. Amen. <laughs> if you are listening and you do do oil portraits, hit me up. Yes, because we would love to like plug you. Point. Yes. Exactly. Just yes. anything. Period. We just want to see your art because yes. it's hard out here to be an artist and not be known for how talented you are. I went to school with artists. I was going to say, like, the two of us speaking from... Artist perspective. Yes. Like, period. Not even just as a singer. Like, I went to school with dancers and mm-hmm. visual artists, photographers, painters, sculptors, some of all forms. We support it all. And you got to support your fellow artists because it's hard out here. And if you don't support each other, who's going to support you, baby? Exactly. Gotta let it do what it do. Okay. And with that, we will be right back to talk about some ghosts. some ghosts and there's a lot of ghost shit going on in this place like a lot a lot okay so would you stay in a haunted hotel if you knew Hell it was the haunted fuck no. <laughs> baby I don't need nothing disturbing my peace okay my peace is important to me I didn't fought too hard to get the little bit that I get okay well it's barely there with these stories none of these guys ain't nobody get time ain't nobody no. get time <laughs> ain't nobody get time for that we're going to start with the Civil War stuff. Okay. Where we left off. So, several ghosts have been seen walking the halls of the hotel <laughs> with missing limbs. <laughs> Mad as hell. Yes. What are you? Hell, I mean, hell, hell yeah. 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 Mad. Pissed. One was even seen in the lobby holding his missing arm in his other hand, <laughs> asking for a surgeon. <laughs> Imagine witnessing okay, that. Okay, so I ain't even gonna lie to you. As scared as I might be, my dumb ass to break out laughing because I'm full of shit. And I would have stood there like, bruh, stop playing with me and take your ass back to where you belong. This would be like the worst episode of Ghost Whisperer ever because I be worth, you know how she be looking at them and be like, what are you looking for? I will be standing there like, bruh. The you, arm is off. You know damn well there's no surgery. Ain't no surgery for you. <laughs> exactly. It's gone, baby. I'm sorry. It's over. They ain't coming. And if he get mad, baby, you just gonna have to be upset because you ain't gonna get it. I ain't gonna be able to help you go to the light because this is. It, it, I'm gonna be laughing. Yes. I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like where's the surgeon, baby? Dad. I would just be looking around and be like, "Are we all?" Are we, we all are, witnessing we all, this? Can right you now? see his ass? Exactly. Because mm-hmm. if can't nobody else see him, we baby, I'm checking in at Rush. I'm coming back home and I'm I'm gonna check in right at Rush. Because <laughs> gonna be right on the sixth floor, whatever whatever floor the little hospital in. Because hey, not gonna have me. You looking for the arm and both you and the surgeon dead. 
Yes. Because the surgeon old and crusty and decrepit. Mm-hmm. And y'all both dead. And that surgeon's not a ghost. You are. <laughs> that surgeon he is. He moved on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he thought he did everything right. He had right all and his moved limbs. On. Yep. <laughs> there was even a woman who had just walked into her t- hotel room with her suitcase. As she glanced around the room, she saw a shadowy figure dressed as a sh- soldier who was with a small child. And the moment she saw the man, he shouted, Get out of my room! Which she promptly did. Where you going? <laughs> you paid for this bitch. You better check your... I would have been like, um, sir, I checked in. See... You'd be like, this is my now, room now. You now, can leave. Now, Blake, I'm gonna ask you. Um... Was she the outside of the almond or the inside of the almond? Excellent question. I don't know. Because... If she was the outside of the almond, I feel that that person would have been like, sir, you can take your ass out of this room because I paid for it. You know, yeah, you're and 100% right. I, you know, either that or the door would have stayed open and they would have, uh, room service, one of y'all <laughs> yeah. needs to come up in, somebody in here, because something ain't right. Yes. But ain't no way, hell, I'm walking back out of a room I, I didn't. You didn't took this little deposit out of my account. No, ma'am. And you know damn well you'd go back to the hotel front desk and they'd be like, And okay. they're going to say, ain't nobody in there. Exactly. About to be yep. embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, so I went upstairs. Thanks. There was a gentleman up there with a young boy. And um, I was yelled at. He told me to get out of my room. I was yelled um, at. I'm sorry, ma'am, but there's no one checked into that room but you. Oh. <laughs> Well, that's strange. Yeah, it's strange, girl. What's she doing? Guests have also claimed to feel pressure on their wrists or forehead as if a nurse was taking their pulse or checking their temperature. In the middle of the night, because you know you'd be sleeping and the nurses be coming in the room. Are you alive? Or are you just, yes, bitch, just shut napping? Up. Mad. It takes you an hour and 45 minutes to fall asleep and then the nurse coming in and wake you up trying to take your vitals. You should have took them when I was awake. Exactly. You don't need my vitals now. I'm asleep. <laughs> Let me be asleep. Okay, now this is where you were talking earlier about the odor of the hands and limbs. Because somebody smelled it. So there's been claims of awful odors in the hotel, especially in rooms 214, 314, and 414. When they were renovating the hotel in 1999, like I talked about, those three rooms had foul smells and bad vibes. And it was so overpowering, the staff and workers couldn't stay in the room very long to get anything done, like to renovate it or anything. Uh, 414 was the worst, and I think it still might have some activity in it today. But they tried every deodorizer they could find, and nothing worked. Finally, they had a prayer blessing in these rooms. And they played gospel music. Hey! Who they play? Yolanda Allen or somebody? <laughs> they had their, I've come through many high trials. <laughs> of of had, course it was Yolanda to, Adams. They had to play, they had to play either her or CeCe Winans. 
Yolanda Adams they shows up to, out of nowhere all the they time. They had to play the Yolanda Adams or CC Winans. That's the only two people I could think of. Please name they, me one live award show Yolanda Adams has not performed she, at. No, because she's going to get her check, period, because she's the only one that's going to sing the right notes on all the songs. Because name me an award show that Yolanda Adams sang a wrong note. I'll wait. Because it ain't one, period. Exactly. She gonna sing the right now at all of them and she gonna be there and I'm gonna be right on the TV watching her and I don't even be watching them until after I watch it on YouTube. They invited Yolanda Adams like, please, these rooms smell real bad. They have got bad shit going on. Please come sing. And she come, Jesus, Jesus, yes he can. Nobody but Jesus, Jesus will. And now everybody, they all gone. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. And they period. all floated to Jesus. That's, That's it. Like... That's it. Period. That. <laughs> I don't even like. What do you? What kind of gospel songs are you singing? And what are they playing? Like, what did you? I'm trying to think in my head because you know I am a gospel music connoisseur. I know that it may not seem as though that I am a gospel music connoisseur because I curse. But God is yet working on You know people. Aretha Franklin curse left and right. Don't play. Aretha Franklin was Baptist. And they curse a lot. <laughs> so, <laughs> I too am Baptist. <laughs> and like I stated, God is yet working on me. But I am still trying to figure out what song. Amazing Grace. That, no, that ain't it. Because they would still, still be. No, that would be perfect. Yeah. Because they were looking for them limbs and they will once be lost and then they found was blind and then they see and they will see that they will never find them limbs. You know what, that Crystal? That's your business. You freelance yourself out that's it. to places, sing gospel music in people's houses, haunted anything. Make your coin, move on to the next one. Please. Hi, I'm here. <laughs> Hi, I'm here to sing Amazing Grace for you. Hi, I'm here to sing Swing Low Swing Chariot. Please not Swing Low Swing Chariot. Hi. Hi, I'm here to sing. You would make bank. You no joke. <laughs> I don't even, I can't even. The sad part is, as much gospel music as I listen to, I can only think of like four songs right now. <laughs> like trying to think of song names, I'm like, what are songs that you sing? I, I'm here to sing What a Friend We Have in Jesus. <laughs> what? What are other gospel songs? Anything from the Bible, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Just pull up a flip to the Psalm 138. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Other common sightings, and this is like, I, okay, let me get into it. Other common sightings include children. They Baby, why was the kids there? Like a lot of children, okay? And as people who've listened to this podcast before, my number one ghost pet peeve are ghost children. I hate them, can't why stand them. Why are the kids there? It's an excellent question. No. You can hear crying babies. You can no. see apparitions of skipping children down the halls. Children playing games in the halls are reported regularly. Like bouncing balls, marbles, But you know what? It was a hospital. So then that right. makes me... Yellow know. fever hospital, yeah. Yep. You can also hear laughing. I... Nah, nah, that shit would... That... 
Because I would hear some laughing and I bust out laughing too. And I'd be like, bitch, look, <laughs> you laughing with the wrong one. We'd be in here laughing together. But come after me, I'll kill you and you already dead. Right. Uh, he, he, hell. Let <laughs> me hear those bare feet of children running at me. Baby. Pop right hell in face. The fu- Hell no. We won't go. I don't play with shit like that. That's one of them things where you see them videos and like when your black mother be up praying at 2 a.m. in the morning. That's me. I will have the holy oil on you. Right. And be in the name of Jesus, bitch. Get the fuck gone. No. And no. that's when you start singing your amazing grace. Okay. And your, oh, yeah. no. You got to go. I don't have time for that. No. And I ain't saying that you a demon, but I don't have time for it. I just I just don't have time for me. I like my peace. <laughs> and you know, of course, it happens in the middle of the night. Okay, so like, and I'm over here trying to rest, and you over here trying to break it. No, you do not have a friend in me. I have a few uh, lists of like guests who have stayed. They've written down their experiences. Oh, so I'm gonna God. I'm gonna read a couple. So a guest named Christopher said, "Quote." My fiance, my fiance and I stayed at the Marshall House for one night over the summer. At the time, we didn't know its history and just saw that it was a cool hotel for a pretty inexpensive price point on Expedia. Expedia. <laughs> uh, this is not an ad, but if you want it to be, hit me up. Uh, that night, laying in bed and watching TV, we heard what we assumed were families out in the hall. It sounded a lot like children running around and people talking very loudly, which was odd for 12 a.m. However, when I looked, there wasn't anyone there. Mm. We heard the same sounds intermediately until we fell asleep. I wouldn't call Mm. the experience scary, just weird, unquote. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it probably wasn't scary. He probably was just like, baby, we ain't coming back. Exactly. It's okay. He's like, it's cheap. I ain't scared. No. I ain't scared. It was cheap, but baby, we, we just ain't gonna come back. No. That's all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's one night. It's all right. Right. <laughs> it's okay. We just won't come back. Uh, another one. Quote, we recently spent several nights at the Marshall House and had a couple of experiences. Unexplained noises and smells in our room. Smells. Mm-hmm. Arms and legs. Mm-hmm. And outside in the hallway. Which brought about some unsettling, eerie feelings. We were told the floor and room was haunted. Our room was on the second floor with a courtyard view. We, too, heard the marble rolling sound, and Hubby swears he was awakened by what he said sounded like children giggling in the seating area. But when he turned on the light, nothing was there, and he just figured that perhaps he was just dreaming. We really enjoyed our stay, but there was an overall sense of spookiness, and it was as though we were waiting for something to happen or appear, unquote. Yeah, y'all just was waiting for it. I don't know. Yeah, that is, mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. Hearing children in the hallway is yeah. one thing. Hearing children in the and couch that, mm-hmm. that is in your room, mm-mm. and then you turn the light on, you're like, oh, nobody's giggling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's you. Like, I feel like that might just be like, yo... You heard that it was haunted, and so, like, now your soul is just like, I want to have a paranormal experience. Let's go. Let's do this right now. Yeah. And then it's, like, not happening, so, like, your body is just, like, make it happen, make it happen. True. And it's just still, so, yeah. Uh, More or less, that one. Okay, one more. Quote, I never got much sleep while we were there. I always felt very uneasy and utterly creeped out at night in my guts and could not rest. Did hear some strange noises in the hall late 
at night around 3 a.m. or so, what sounded like a hard rubber ball rolling along the hallway and bouncing, also what sounded like a marble rolling and bouncing, also a very loud crash in the hall, 3 a.m.-ish, almost like a body falling and hitting the floor and no one was out there. We also heard what sounded like walking around on the floor above us, but there's only the roof. Very unnerving feeling of being touched while in bed at night and I was completely awake. Touched on the inside of my lower leg, ankle, and buttocks area. This made me nearly jump out of bed more than once. On the last night we stayed there, we noticed a strange smell in the room and the bathroom that we could find no source for. It was almost like a burned flesh smell combined with a slight sewery odor. Would like to hear from more people who have strange out otherworldly experiences at this location, unquote. Yeah, they probably actually experienced it. Maybe somebody <laughs> was playing with this little booty hole and hey they was taking his temperature. Ghost needs some Yeah too. No, somebody was taking his little temperature, trying to check his temperature in his booty and checking his pulse at his ankle. But either way it goes. And that smell again. Mm-hmm. Cause arms, legs, and um what else was it? Arms. Would you not though smell that and be like, I need a different room. Regardless of what it is, you need to put me in a different the room. The second you smell any type of sewery smell, it's kinda just like <laughs> Yes. Alright, so there's a foul odor in here. <laughs> I'm not sure where it's coming from, but it's a, it's a stark smell. As soon as I walk in, I need another room. And if I don't care if you don't smell it. I don't care if no one else smells it. I smell it, mm-hmm. and I need another room. And if I go in another room and I don't smell it, then that's perfectly fine. And if you're a good hotel, but if I you go say And you yes. say, no problem, we'll accommodate you. Mm-hmm. But there's no way in hell I'm going to some room, and, and I'm smelling something, and y'all is just staying in there. No, ma'am. No, no. No, ma'am. That's not how we're doing it. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Are you ready for the, like... Okay, this is a really intense, infamous story about children at this hotel. Ghost children. And not only a child, but a child or children that bite. I'm sorry. Uh (laughs) Okay, go ahead. (laughs) That bite? Okay. A woman was staying at the hotel with her preschool-aged daughter. (laughs) The mom was reading in the sitting area while her daughter was in the bathroom. The mother eventually noticed that her daughter was having a conversation and that she could hear more than one voice. Wait, the mama heard more than one? Oh, shit. Mm Mm-hmm. The mom asked from across the room who she was talking to and her daughter responded, the little boy in the bathtub. The mom put her book down and walked into the bathroom to find her daughter in tears pointing at an empty bathtub saying... He's right there. He has big teeth and he bit me. The mom checked her daughter for wounds and found a bite mark above the girl's elbow on the back of her arm. But wait, that's not all. That is not the only biting incident at the Marshall house. Another woman staying in a nearby room, but at a different time, it's not the same time, reported waking up with a bite mark on her arm Again, it was in an area that she couldn't have reached herself, and it appeared to be on the smaller side as if a child had bit the upper inside of the woman's arm. Baby, they need to start taking mold to these bites. Because if it's the same kid, he... 
all I'm saying, <laughs> my take on ghosts, ghosts don't interact with us. That is a demon. That is someone who's out to get you. You need to... That's what I'm saying. I don't believe in ghosts. I genuinely believe spirits. Like, I think I think there's a difference between, like... I, and again, I think it goes back to, like, what you said earlier. Like, the connotation mm-hmm. of, quote-unquote, ghosts. Right. It's definitely a thing with spirits. And there are good spirits. And there are definitely, like, bad spirits. And then you fall into, like demons if i'm getting and bit by anything that i can't see something is biting me and i'm unaware hell yes that is a demon and hell yes i'm gonna fight with every fiber of my being yeah to get rid of you by any means necessary and that's on that and any and everything that's listening i hope that you know that i'm serious about that and i ain't never scared you start humming your gospel music and you immediately call it. Oh, I ain't even. I ain't even. <laughs> I ain't even on that. Like I'm. A, I, it's a whole other side of me. If you if you get beyond you get beyond gospel music, then have you seen scary movies? I have. Do you remember when Brenda beats the shit out of the That's ring me. girl? Yep. That's me. She comes crawling out of the TV and she's just like, "Okay, here we go." She's Box like, "Come it. on, bitch. Yep. I'm ready for you, bitch." I'm ready. That's me. One to it. Yeah. Like that's mm-hmm. literally it. That's me. I'm ready for you and I stay ready. I ain't gonna lose and you ain't gonna have me behind the couch in the petrified state. Hell no. I'm winning and that's on every time. I ain't coming for you but ain't no way in hell somebody bite me. No. And then I'm writing this report and people still staying in this hotel. All y'all motherfuckers that think it's cute to stay in these little hotels because they haunted. Your mama's crazy and so is you. And everybody that thinks that they, it's not cute. Reading about it is cute. Yes. Researching it is cute. Going there intentionally so you can have a moment, that shit ain't cute. Because something is going to attack you, and you don't even know if you're spiritually equipped to deal with it. That is the thing that we need to talk about. If you are not spiritually equipped to deal with this shit, baby, you're going to come back flipping backwards with your spine, not even doing shit. You're going to come back Emily Rose. Like, you don't even know. Like, your head is going to be doing stuff it's not supposed to be doing. And you're going to be trying to figure out why your head is tilted and flipping and dipping and your body doesn't act right and why you don't know nobody want to talk to you and your eyes spinning and stuff. It is because you are not spiritually equipped to deal with these things and you think it's cute and it is not. But but let me just tell you that. And period. Yeah. And that is on that. That is on all mm-hmm. the lambs that Mary had. Yeah. Mary and all the little lambs. All of them. That is that. Keep trying. Keep being cute. Reading and finding out about stuff is necessary. Yes. But trying to go and live in it, oh no. No ma'am. And you'd think those are the only ghost stories in that house. It's not. We're not done. It's not. I know it ain't. And I know you got some more. And I'm nervous to hear the rest. Because little baby laying in the bed and some little kid biting her arm. The little girl talking about some the boy in the tub. And I know. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I already know. Well, remember that painting I talked about, right? That oil painting? Oh my god. When... A young girl with her father was checking out. The little girl looked at her dad and was like, that's the woman I saw. And pointed at the painting behind the lobby. Mary asked in the damn... I thought Mary was doing good. Nope. Mary is like... uh, Mary's probably doing fine. But she didn't say that she was doing good. That the lady was doing nothing crazy. She just said that's the lady she saw. Yeah. So Mary probably sitting in there like this. This this, this is what I did. This I, is my house. This is my this house. Is my... And I'm here tweaking. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
She's probably pissed that people die in her place and are like causing. Like yeah, all this and y'all ain't here tweaking. Mm-hmm. There's been reports of hearing a typewriter from the same room the author, Joel oh, wow. Chandler Harris, used to stay in. Wow. Um, I wouldn't mind. I mean, that'd be fine hearing a little. Yeah. Uh, a doctor was spending a few nights at the hotel, and every night the comforter sheets of the bed kept brushing against his feet, causing him to wake up in the middle of the night. He said it was like a ticklish, ticklish sensation. Well, the last night he was there, it happened once again. This time he sat up instead of just like rolling over in his bed. And when he glanced at the foot of his bed, he saw a young girl tickling his feet. She smiled, then vanished. I'd be so mad if I sat up. I'd be like, fuck you. Your bitch ass. <laughs> your ass gonna sit here and tickle me and then be like, bye. <laughs> Little motherfucker. <laughs> yep. Uh, she like, well, I was waiting for you to do this yep. so I could leave. Mm-hmm. Bye. Took you long enough. And I've been doing it for five like, nights. He probably like. Now he now he's scared. This land sitting there like this. He's like, I checked mm-hmm. out of here in five hours. And you and over here playing tickling my mm-hmm. feet. Uh, reports of a well dressed young man reading a book by a window. A woman in white walking the hallways. Another woman haunting the ladies' restroom, locking and unlocking stalls. Okay. Apparently there's a ghost cat that roams the bout. <laughs> Faucets, lights, and doors will function on their own. Doorknobs jiggle and toilets overflow without cause. And of course... Babe, this sounds like Hogwarts. Right? <laughs> At this point. That's what it is. J.K. Okay. Rowling spent one night there and said, you yep, know what? she said, I, got I already book. know. Here we go, Savannah, Georgia. Uh, and of course, you can hear voices coming from nowhere. So those are the most yeah. common occurrences in this hotel. Um, uh, as Crystal said, you don't need to go do it yourself and find out for yourself. I'm sure a lot of you will. Uh, but just know. Get your spirit right, baby. One of these things might happen to you. Get your spirit right, baby. Don't just be going just to be going. Trying to be cute. Do you have any ghost experiences? Yeah, I do actually. But not ghosts, because I don't believe Right, in right, paranormal. So when I was younger, actually, my grandfather was my imaginary friend. Okay. <laughs> so let's just like check that. Yeah. So my imaginary friend was my deceased grandfather who huh. died like. Did you know before him? Before I was born. Oh, okay. Gotcha. He died the year before I was born. So my mother was pregnant with me when he died. And did you? And you saw a picture of him, and you were like, "Oh, uh, yeah." That's how I was like, "Oh, that's my friend." And they were like, "No, that's grand. You know, that's your granddaddy. Like, that's grandpa." And I was like, "No, that's my friend." And they're like, "No, <laughs> that's grandpa." And I'm like, "Sweetie, <laughs> that is my friend. I talk to him." We play in the backyard. He shows me the flowers you like. And they're like, what? Show me that my grandmother's like favorite flower was the peach rose and like all these different things. And like they were just like crying and like, oh my God. And my my younger cousin like experienced something similar too with yeah. him as well. But it's just me and her had that same like similar experience. Yeah. That was my imaginary friend like that's who i used to talk to when i was younger so i guess fun 
Yeah. It's kind of cool. Yeah. It was weird because I thought, like, and I think, I, you know, you grow out of it. Yeah. And eventually you don't see them anymore. Right. And eventually they told me, but, like, I remember talking to someone. Right. I do not remember what he looked like right. now, but I remember talking to someone. Right. And I told them that it was him. Hmm. And I told them, like, stop playing me because right. I know who it is. <laughs> yeah. Like, why is you in the picture I see him every day. Friend? Like, yeah. I talk to him every day. Right. I talk to him every day. What is you talking about? Yeah. Period. But that was my friend. Gotcha. Growing up. Yeah. And I dream before people die. I guess that's a... I guess you I mean, can call that a gifting. And I don't mean, like, I dream before people die. Like, a fucking mission... What is it called? Uh... Uh... uh Ah, oh, what is this movie where the people die? They 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 see the 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 um. Duh! What is the name of the movie where they like have the little vision and then everybody dies, but then they save the people and then the people die in that order. Final destination. Final destination. That's exactly what it's called. I just watched all five of those. Oh my god, and I love them <laughs> yeah. so much because they're funny. Yes. But not like that. But like I'll have dreams of the person. Okay. And like short, not like of the person, but like I'll be thinking about them or like right. a dream will happen and I'll have a memory of them or something like that. Gotcha. And, and it'll be like if they're sick, mainly. Oh, okay. That and makes then, sense. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So it's like a pre- preparation. I'd say it's That's nice kind of like a gift. Yeah. That's a g- That I get. Yeah. Yeah. A preparation. But that's about it. The, Yeah. That's about it. I still something. I don't, think I don't have a... any real. That's real. Real like crazy type stuff. Thank God, <laughs> you know, because um, I don't think I'm spiritually ready for stuff like yeah, yeah. I'm lying, and it's not paranormal. I have like a demon try to attack me, and we got we not gonna we gonna call it what it is. This guy had come to my church because I'm, I'm, I, I ain't gonna lie. You know, yeah. I be at church and I love yeah. the Lord. I mm-hmm. believe in Jesus Christ. Amen. <laughs> and we call it what it is. Um, I'm a Christian. I ain't like these little newfangled people. I'm a real Christian, so I love everybody. Okay? <laughs> Not these fake people who love who's convenient for them. I love everybody. All right? So if you hear somebody who tell you they don't love you because of who you are, who you love, or anything like that, they ain't really a Christian. Let's call it out. <laughs> say. Just gonna say it. Okay. Facts Amen. Are facts. Amen. Mm-hmm. Cause Jesus loved everybody. Okay. <laughs> Loves. Sorry, didn't mean it. Didn't mean to put you in past tense. Sorry, Lord. Um But after like I was praying for people and cause this guy was like, he was on something, like yeah. He himself, his spirit was not right. And I was like, uh-uh, uh, it's a no. Ah. Yeah. And when I got home, like, I was good. I was fine or whatever. Baby, I had gotten to bed. I had took a shower. I got in the bed. <laughs> and that damn footstep thing that you was talking about, that's why I had riled up like that. Mm-hmm. And I got in bed and I was laying there and it got real, all of a sudden it just got real black in my room. Like my sleep was darker than normal. Right. And then you could feel this like and then it was like bitch and I woke Hell the fuck up no. and I was like you can go no. ahead and get the fuck up out of here cause I beat your ass and that's on me. 
And I mean that in Jesus' name. Now, granted, I'm working on cussing and putting Jesus in the same sentence because I don't think that's what he meant for me. And I, I feel like that might be somewhere in the Bible that you're not supposed to do that. I ain't got to that scripture yet. And so, you know, yeah, I ain't there yet. <laughs> you know, in my faith walk. But uh, that little, but I felt it. Like, literally. And I was like, oh, no, it's a no for me, dog. And I didn't, so I didn't even get up to turn the light on because I didn't even want to No, yeah. Mm-hmm. be like, huh, I see you, you're caught. <laughs> I didn't even want to have one of those yeah. moments. I just literally was just like, hey, look, I ain't actually scared of you, but what's not about to happen is you ain't about to try to come in here and intimidate or try to get me or try to <laughs> you not interrupt invited. my peace. Yep. Mm-hmm. You ain't invited in my space. You can go. And the only thing that's invited over here is the peace of Christ. So, good boy, you are the weakest link. <laughs> this ain't that. And I slept like a baby. Yeah, that's uh. But that damn foot, them, them, that little. Nope. I don't <laughs> fuck with that. I don't like that it. It's not okay. It's not cute. Nope. It's not comfortable. Nope. It's ghetto. <laughs> and I hate it here when I hear that. <laughs> I don't like, I don't like hearing it. When people are running through apartment buildings, it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Sit down. What are you doing? Yeah. Why are your feet so loud? That's the, the yeah, that's the, uh, nobody's feet need to be that loud. Why you pick your feet up, baby? Pick them up. <laughs> Slide. Shuffle. That's okay. all I'm asking. <laughs> Crawl on the damn floor. Slide across the floor. Get a towel. Get a towel and slide your feet because I can't, I can't. Is your floor carpeted? Okay. If it you is, need something. it does not need to Your sound. Your feet don't need to sound like that. Mm-hmm. Messed up. No, yeah, I would be livid. I almost lost it. But yeah, I did it. That's why it's important that you get your spirits right. And don't be out here trying to investigate the paranormal. And your spirit ain't right. Because mm-hmm. it will get your spirit. Now we said it. Yep. For real, for real. Well, Crystal, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. (laughs) I try, you know, I enjoy myself. You know, this shit's crazy. It is. As hell. And we could spend hours talking more about it. Definitely could, because it's crazy. Yeah. Fucking arms and legs. (laughs) You can follow Haunted Hometowns on social media for photos, guest info, and upcoming news. Please make sure you subscribe to Haunted Hometowns on Apple Podcasts and wherever you listen. Not only does it help you stay up to date on your podcast, but it helps your favorite shows grow. Also rate, comment, and share so I can keep bringing you ghost stories. If you have a ghost story you'd like me to share on the podcast, email me at hauntedhometownspodcast at gmail.com. Could be anything from a damned spot that won't come off your hands to your grandma crawling around on the ceiling. Let me know. And Crystal, where can they find you? Well, I am on Instagram at um, my first name, spelled backwards, L-A-T-S-Y-R-C. Is that how you spell my name? Mm-hmm. Uh, underscore E-V-E, so Lotzerk Eve. Um, that's my Instagram. And I don't really get on my Twitter, but it's the same thing. Same, same at or whatever. I don't even know what it's called. <laughs> I'm an old lady, y'all. Um, but I don't remember if that one's an underscore or a dash, but you know either way, it doesn't really matter. If you follow me on Instagram, you might see it. You may not. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, will. but you'll see me when Blake posts this podcast. Exactly. And you can follow me from there. But like and subscribe and share. Please. All of the podcasts. Amen. <laughs> Let the church say amen. Amen. And I'll meet you all back here next week because everyone loves a ghost story. The music is by Tyre. Follow him on Instagram at for boys like me. That's F O R boys like me. And the artwork is by Pepe Munoz. Follow him on Instagram at p. E.p.e.munoz, M-U-N-O-Z. I got my information at marshallhouse.com, Ghost City Tours, Haunted Savannahs by James Caskey, and Wikipedia.